Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Optimist. You are here with me. My name is Elijah, and my job is to help you get through the day. So there's a lot of news to talk about, but first off, I hope you all had a good weekend. I hope that if you listened to the pod, you took some of my suggestions. If you didn't listen to the pod, you can listen to the episode that is called Hashtag Reach Out for things to do on your weekends, at least last weekend. I'll have some more this weekend as well. So today, there are some good and bad news stories as always. Um, I'm going to talk about what's happening in prisons currently, and of course I'm going to talk about the financial rescue deal that is falling through uh, the Senate and Congress right now, and they are working towards a new one as of the recording of this podcast, so I don't have the results of that yet. Hopefully by day's end we will, and this reaches us with positive news from that. We will find out. Then, of course, I'll give you my positive news stories. I have one really cute one to tell you about. I'm excited for it. And I'll give you a quote of the day and a way to help you get through your day. Once again, my name is Elijah, and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. piece of news to talk about today. It is the fact that uh, Congress and Senate have not been able to uh, come up with the uh, fine print, if you will, for the financial rescue deal. Um, Yesterday, it was turned down by the Democrats. As this is not an attempt to be a political podcast, I want you to know that Both sides need to work together on this. Both sides have been telling you why their side is right. Um, Whatever side you fall on, that is not important to me at this moment. All I want is for them to fall where it benefits those of us that have lost our jobs, have been... Um, working less, still may have a job, but are working less. And those of us that are in need of uh, better better medical care, um, we need more hospitals right now in this country, and a lot of that money is going to that. We need more um, goods to go to the hospitals, uh, for example, masks and ventilators and gloves and things of that nature. So that is where I fall. I don't care what side of the aisle that is on. I don't. All I care about is getting the help to the people that need it. I think the last place we should be trying to put it right now is into uh, big corporations uh, such as airlines that are basically threatening to um, lay off their employees if they don't get a x billion dollars which is ridiculous because they also took their gains and put that right back into their stocks so i am not for that at this particular moment i am for 
those of us that are working less, that have been losing jobs, we need that money to pay our bills because the bills are going to keep coming in as much as some of them have been suspended or are giving leeway. They still want their money. But what do we do if we're not getting any? What do we do if we're not working? How do we deal with this? This whole thing is to try to stimulate the economy, if you will. And who better to stimulate the economy than everyday working people? So my take on it is simple. We need to work for those of us that cannot work or are less work and for making sure that our hospitals have everything they need to take care of the influx of patients. There have been more and more cases of this COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. Every day it's growing by thousands. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I know. Some of us don't believe in social distancing. Um, but I beg of you to, to flatten that curve. You can go to my Instagram page or my Twitter or my, uh, Facebook page. Facebook is at the Daily Optimist Podcast, and you can scroll through my pictures on flattening the curve. Um, you can also check out a, a little graph of how to or how important it is to social distance if you go to my twitter uh, which is at the daily opt pod you can look at those okay so that's that's my first bit of news again like i said this is not a political podcast this is not trying to tell you that you should be on one side or the other this is where we need to work together in the middle saying that helping people and helping hospitals is most important right now. I don't know all the ins and outs of everything. I can just go by the articles that I've read and the um, fact that I've been listening to it on like C-SPAN, um, listening to what they've been saying and they're both just bashing each other and you know the Democrats are saying that this is a bailout for Trump and the economy, which it very well may be. I don't know. But the Republicans are saying that the Democrats are pushing for unfair things. That very well may be. I don't know. But all I know is they need to come together to help out us. Okay? And I don't mean us as in just us. I mean the U.S. as well. All of us that are here in the U.S. All right. So my other news story is about a prison system. I'm again I'm not trying to be political but I am simply pointing out that the prism system is quite flawed and one of the big flaws is the overcrowding and the hygiene that is uh involved in prisons over the weekend in Rikers there were 21 inmates and 17 employees that tested positive for COVID-19 aka coronavirus yeah, so that's pretty much going to spread like wildfire right through right through that prison system. And then what do we do? Do you let the prisoners die? Are they not people just because they're prisoners? I hope we don't think that way. 
they, these people are going to need help too, because uh, it's not just Rikers prisons, it's prisons all over the country that are having this. I was reading an article about a prison in Arizona that it's happening, and one of the things about this prison is you have to pay for soap. <laughs> it's not just given to them after they use a the bathroom. They have to pay for that soap to be used. That is a basic necessity. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to politicize this, but a basic necessity is soap and water and the ability to wash your hands properly is huge and we are making them pay for it. Uh, in prison, there's also a $4 copays to anytime they need to see um, uh, healthcare. A professional. So a lot of that burden doesn't even fall on the inmate per se. That falls on the family that is uh, of the inmate. Where, you know, I've heard stories of people having to pay um, $500 um, each month on commissary items for, just to keep uh, family members fed and, and healthy on, on soap and food. You know, depending on which prison we're at, but the inmates they they do make some money. I think it's about ten cents, which is nothing really, ten cents an hour. Um, and if they have flu-like symptoms, they have to pay four dollars to see somebody. Okay, I know that we sometimes think that inmates are no longer people because they have messed up and that's not true they're still people even if they have messed up some of them may have messed up when they were young whatever whatever the situation is whatever the situation may be for these people some of them are waiting to have a trial and they are in prison right now where they are at high risk of of it being uh, spread to them and we can do something about that as a country. It may not have to be our first priority, but it definitely is something we need to think about and change because putting anybody into a situation where they can just catch a disease and possibly die because they're not going to be given the help that's necessary is not an okay situation. We shouldn't have to do that. Maybe you feel differently, and that's fine, and you can tell me about that if you want. You can tell me why I'm wrong. These are my thoughts, and you you are entitled to your own. I'm not going to disagree with your your thoughts. I may just tell you my opinion, but I'm not trying to politicize this once again. I'm just telling you how I feel about that. I think it's not an okay situation to human beings. And like I said, it doesn't have to be top priority. I know there are many other priorities that are ahead of that, but that is something we need to look at and think of. All right, I will be back in just a moment and I will give you my positive news stories for the day. So my two positive news stories today are going to involve children. Um, many of us have children. 
Many of us don't, but we can still all enjoy when children do positive things. But uh, some is also about the parents. The second story is about what parents are helping children do. Um, so anyway, the first story is about um, uh, two young siblings in Columbus, Ohio. They heard that their 78-year-old neighbor was self-isolating in her home and they wanted to do something for her. So a brother and a sister got together. They both play um, instruments and uh, cello to be specific. And um, they went to her patio and they played a concert for her outside on her patio and it is just heartwarming to see um, the good things that people will do for one another um, the mother said it was one of those moments when where you feel like you're a part of something incredible it's also a good way to remember the value of connection especially at a time like this when everyone feels disconnected just to know we were a part of something so sweet even just for a minute meant a lot um, so that is uh, a great moment where we can all look and take some uh, take some strength from those children you know they they went ahead and helped uh, an elderly neighbor just not feel alone and that's something we need to do right now and um, that's what we did this weekend as well not in not in the same way, but uh, we just called up family members and uh, had a big old face-to-face <laughs> uh, -face over phones, of course, and computers, but a big old face-to-face -face with each other so that we could all just talk and connect and be with one another if we can't be with one another. So that's my first positive news story. All right, so uh, check that out if you can find that anywhere. Look into that. My next uh, news story is about um, something I saw on Twitter from um, a, a young man. Um, his family saw that uh, their friends uh, in this neighborhood are... Have, have this wonderful idea of helping uh, one another, um, if you will, helping the, the children in their community. They said uh, the village where they live, they've gotten the children to draw rainbows and put them in their windows, in their like front windows of their houses, so that uh, parents can drive their kids around and go on a rainbow hunt. <laughs> All right, so a wonderful rainbow hunt for children um, even though they can't go to school, there's still a way for them to, to find something special out there. And, uh, I responded to this person on Twitter and said, this is a beautiful way to find, um, to find gold at the end of our social distancing rainbow. Um, <laughs> I know, but, uh, I thought it was a wonderful story to share that, uh, people, are finding ways to connect that they probably never would have thought of otherwise. 
So shout out to both of those people um, that are doing something for others. I will be back in just a moment with a positive step for you today. I've been telling you to uh, do various things uh, over the past several days. Um, you know, I said about go online and, and put out positive posts and call family members and do all these things. And the weekend, I had some things for you to do for yourself. Um, let's think of some things we can do for our families if we have families, or maybe just for you if it's just you. Uh, you know, try try a new recipe that uh, can be very calming can be chaotic but in a fun way too um it's uh uh, it's like doing a new art project whether you're artist or not but uh, totally immersing yourself into something that is uh different for you or maybe something familiar for you but um what i mean by that is it could be uh, a baking something or it could be cooking something those are fun ways to uh, take your mind off a of distraction and make you really have to focus in on something different that uh, either you may be really good at or you may not be very good at it at all but that's okay that's okay because you know trying something like that could be fun if it's not for you then hey it's not your thing and you know i'm just offering these up as a, as a suggestion you don't have to take me up on any of them but you're more than welcome to. I'm just trying to give you something new each day. So that might be fun for some of you. Find a new recipe on online somewhere. Go to your favorite chef's Instagram page. Maybe they have something. I don't know. You can you can decide for yourself. Um, but just like I said, a, a new a new dinner recipe, a new snack recipe, a new dessert recipe whatever it is just have some fun today take a moment relax into it or (laughs) don't relax if you don't find it relaxing but maybe it'll at least get your mind occupied with something different hope that works out for you today i'll be back shortly with a quote Quote time. All right. So my quote today is from, um, I may be mispronouncing his name. I apologize if I am. So if you know the correction, you can correct me if you'd like, or you can just correct it to yourself. You can send me a correction. I don't care. That's fine. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but his name is Alain de Botan. And the quote is simple. Feeling lost crazy and desperate belongs to a good life as much as optimism certainty and reason 
Alright, again, feeling lost, crazy, and desperate belongs to a good life as much as optimism, certainty, and reason. So it is absolutely perfect for you to feel lost, crazy, desperate, just as much as I'm trying to help you find some optimism, you know, as much as we need certainty and as much as we need reason. All of these are legitimate, valid feelings, are ways that we get through our day and things that we need to get through our days and lives. So it's okay to be feel lost and crazy and desperate, but it's also okay. It's okay to try to be optimistic, to, to have certainty and to have reason. These are all valid. They are all important to making up a full-fledged person. Okay, thank you very much again for listening to The Daily Optimist. You can get in touch with me by emailing me. That email address is thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. That is thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. You can find me on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Daily Opt Pod at the daily opt pod all right i hope you've been enjoying things subscribe subscribe listen like message me follow me and you will see my posts any positive words i have for the day or if you want to get in touch with me those are the ways all right everybody until tomorrow be well